My name is Sharzad Kiare. Welcome back to Not My Circle. Today I am talking to a thruple, three people in a relationship. Uh, enjoy. So, hi guys. What did you have for breakfast today? Um, we actually went out for breakfast today. So, we had chicken and waffles and omelets. So, we had a whole bunch of stuff. We ordered four, four meals just because we wanted to try more stuff. So, we brought a lot home. Awesome. But yeah, red velvet waffles and stuff was great. Oh, yum. You guys are in a throuple. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it is it okay to refer to you as, what's the word, polygamous, polyamorous? What are the words that are okay to, to refer to your fun lifestyle? I, mean, I guess by definition, all of them apply, but okay. I mean, yeah, I guess what, the one we use is polyamorous, but yeah, they all technically fit in. And so for somebody who might not fully understand what that is, what a thruple is, will you explain in your words what your unique relationship is? Me? Okay. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's really not any different um, for the most part. It's literally the same as any other relationship, but there's three of us. Like, obviously it sounds like, no, that's pretty different, but no, it's really not like it's, in our in our lives at least it's like we almost forget um the only time it really comes up is like if you know if we say we're with our girls or i'm with my girls or i'm with my you know they say i'm with my boyfriend or my girlfriend and then people like usually think they just misspoke and then we have to explain but there's really almost nothing different i would say i mean it's just i think that's the big um thing about polyamory is people either A, will refer straight to the sex because they think it's all about threesomes and stuff, but it's no different than a regular monogamous relationship. Probably a little bit harder because there is a third set of emotions and feelings and stuff like that to deal with, and um, it's new. So I think everyone has to process it and see like how they feel and what they're okay with and what they're not okay with just like any other relationship you go through the you know the nuances of of learning about each other so it's it's not much different than you know a monogamous relationship okay i i want to talk about that because it seems like it is different but we'll get into the details so first of all let's go back to the beginning how is this all of your first thruple or had you guys been once? It's, so it's your first. And yes. Stephen, you said you've, or, or you kind of nodded. You've been in other ones before. Pre and I have been uh, poly. We realized we were polyamorous a couple of years ago, at least. So, I mean, that's how we've been dating. I mean, we've been together for is four it, is years. It four, we've been together like four years now. And then, I mean, pretty much after the second year, we just started seeing other girls and whatnot. I mean, seeing them more seriously, like relationship wise, we're already having threesomes and whatnot, which is how we developed into polyamory, I guess. We didn't know what it was prior, but we've been dating and living that way for a while. And then um as far as our serious relationship, this is our like second long-term polyamorous relationship. And we just passed our one year anniversary last week. Happy anniversary. So let's Thank you. okay. So since this is your first um, let's talk about what this experience has, has been like for you. So you meet 
um, pre and Steven out and you're like, Oh, I like, um, I actually met them. I met them at my job for like just a brief moment. And then he kind of came back and brought chocolate and I was like, Oh, that's so weird. And I never talked to them because I didn't know their relationship. So I just kind of assumed he was some cheating, you know, terrible man, like normal. (laughs) So I like, we never talked again or anything. And then, um, I actually met Steven at work like months later and he kind of explained their relationship and stuff. And then I came over and like, we started hanging out. And then I guess after like two months, we decided that we were kind of serious and we started dating. Okay. So you find out that he's in a fully like emotional yeah. relationship yeah. with another woman and you, what's your immediate reaction? Like, are you at first, it was kind of like, Oh, this is fun. Let's just like, see what it is. I'm like, should I go hang out with them? Like, you know, just kind of like, Oh, it'll be an experience. Like, what's it going to be like? So it's just kind of like, oh, like, I'll just go hang out with them. I never saw it being long term, if we're being honest. I was like, oh, this could just be a fun experience, you know? And then as I started to hang out with them and like them, like it just slowly, I was like, oh, shoot, what am I doing? (laughs) And then we all just, it got more serious. And like he said, like, the longer we started hanging out, it just, you don't really even think like, oh, this is weird. It's just kind of like, we're all hanging out, we're all dating. Like it becomes so normal. So after like the initial like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like it just becomes so normal. And now had you guys been seeking a third person to join your relationship or did you just fall in love and you decided like to bring her in? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I thing. saw that look like, did you fall in love with me right away? <laughs> that's a, that's a question that we always get on our, on our social media on our YouTube channel and whatnot is like, how do you find your third? And we did a video about that, but it's like, even just that question, obviously you're not asking it that way. But people ask us that, like, how do you find it? Like, it's like, it just sounds like predatory. So like, I don't know, there's no way we've never were seeking anything. Like even with our, our relationship, it's like that just happened naturally. And then this just happened supernaturally too. I mean, obviously we knew. That. I think, I think it's like, Oh, how does it start? It's like, I was never the one to go and search for someone per se, or like, you know, when you go to like a bar or something and you're open to like bringing someone into your life. Right. Steven has always been the one who like took that like flirting kind of role. Um, he's way better at it. (laughs) And so he's the one who has always introduced the other female sort of in our relationship. I don't know if that's how it goes for other, you know, throuples or in other polyamorous relationships, but for us, he's the more like outgoing flirtatious person and he knew what I was looking for in someone you know so it was easy to be like he kind of goes and like vets them it's like okay I think I think Pri's gonna like this one you know but I mean it that's a weird way to put it but like it starts naturally it's like it's he was at work he saw someone she was cute you know or you know it's like and it was funny with Danny because we had seen her at the store she worked at before and it's like did you see that girl she's so pretty da, da, da. and then like coincidentally almost a year after they ended up working at the same location and he came home and he's like you're not gonna believe it the girl from that store was here and i'm like are you serious and then it just it just went from there it all just really happens naturally and i when people ask us how it happens i know they don't like that answer because it's like oh yeah natural like what does that mean but it's like we're never like seeking like all right baby we're single again we gotta go how are we gonna track one down it's like it literally is just i mean a girl like i normally would 
oh, they're cool. I like them. They, and we joke about it that way that it's like, I'm like the first interview. It's like, okay, you, you passed, you can move on to the <laughs> second interview. But it's like, yeah, it's just, it's literally super smooth. Okay. But is it only women that are allowed to join? And like, could a man join the relationship at some point? No, no I mean, nobody's joining the relationship. Yeah, at no some point. This is it, but okay. No one's joining the relationship now, but a man just wouldn't work because pre was is bi. So it's like, naturally they could bring another girl because she's open to men and women, but Steven is definitely not bi. Um, so bringing a man into the relationship just wouldn't work physically, sexually. In our relationship, yeah, ours, like right. polyamory can go, you know, different people can be bi both to both yeah. ways, you know, um, they could be open to more things, but in our personal relationship right now, it's like, we're closed. It's like, yeah. there's no one else allowed in right now. Um, but we wouldn't open it to another man. Yeah. Or another woman. I mean, yeah, this, this, this is point, it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I feel like my husband couldn't handle another woman because I'm so demanding. <laughs> How do you handle two ladies? How do you fulfill both the ladies? He's holding on by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. I mean, well, sexually, yeah, it's tiring. But um, I don't I don't know. It's really I don't think it's any. I, I think. To answer that question, we are two very different women. Mm -hmm. um, and sexually, too, we're very different from one another. Um, so, and we have very busy schedules. So it's like we make the time when we can to be like the three of us, you know, spend time together. They actually get mad at me because I'm usually running around in three different locations. And, you know, right at the moment, they end up spending more time together. Um, and then, the small things that we may get upset with, or it's like, Oh my God, you just went out with her or something like that. Or we want some alone time. Like I want some alone time with Danny. Sometimes we always like, we need girls time, like without Steven, or I want alone time with Steven or vice versa. Um, we, we just verbalize it. You know, you talk about, you communicate and, and you have to say just in a regular relationship, you communicate what you're not okay with and what you're okay with. Um, and that only makes things easier, you know, to answer time. the question of how do I deal with two women? It's that even in a, even in a monogam, even when we were monogamous, it's like, I don't, I don't feel if I, if I feel like I have to deal with you, then you're automatically not going to be in my life. So it's like, and only if you add and just vibe smoothly with my plan yeah, and my mission, sure. then it's like, yeah. And it, so that just works both ways. Did you, Stephen, always feel like this was your path to have a relationship with two women at the same time? Like, did no, you, not is this who you were before, like in high school. What did you did? Were you just quite literally a ladies man? Like, how did this develop? Yeah, I mean, yeah, as far as having two long term partners at the same time, I didn't even envision myself with one. Um, so, I mean, I guess what you mean by ladies man is like just like promiscuous and just like kind of the player kind of vibe. I guess that's what it was, but, um, I, I never, I wasn't like a player, like how most guys are, where it's like, they're just running game on girls and lying and cheating. It's like, I just didn't ever commit myself to somebody and, but I'm just totally open and like when I met pre, for example, like, um, I, you know, I was probably seeing like five different girls on a regular basis and some of them were her friends, uh, coincidentally. So when we met, it was kind of, it's like, it's never a secret. It's never anything funny or weird. It's like, you know, just like, cool, we meet and we vibe. So we hang out. And then, um, 
you know, once I started actually, we started making a connection more seriously. I'm just open about that, like how I feel, but I always make it clear. Like I'm not, I have no intention of settling down and like not living my life however I intend to. And that's kind of how it's been. Yeah. Since my whole life. And then, um, pretty just merged in with that, like, because she was kind of cool with that dynamic and it's just like, okay, this, I'm this is who he is. I'm accepting him in this way. I'm enjoying my time with him. Why not? We're having fun. And it's like, you know, maybe another girl wouldn't be like, Oh no, it's just me or nobody, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But you know, pre was like kind of cool with that. And then naturally through that, I'm like, Oh no, like, she's great. Like I, I do want to be with her and take her more serious. And then, um, yeah. And then this just happened. Like we, not, we, none of us ever heard of polyamory or knew this was a thing before. I think like the extent of it was like, you know, that show sister wives, I've heard of it. I've never seen it, but, um, doubt like we even know this existed. Couples would reach out to us and tell us, wow, like we're, you know, you're so inspiring. We're polyamorous, but we're, we're not able to be so, um, you know, forthcoming about it and whatnot because of how society looks at it. So I started looking into it and I, I knew like in, in history, in different places, there would be polygamous or polyamorous. I guess it was polygamous back then or really it was polygyny, like one man, multiple women. And I was looking into that and thinking, especially into the history in other societies, because people always, when you see a, a throuple, it's usually one man and multiple women. It's, it's very, very rarely a one woman and multiple men. So I was looking into the history and, and different cultures to see why that occurs and whatnot. But yeah, it's definitely not as weird. It's definitely not a brand new thing. It's definitely been around and still is happening other places, just in the shadows. Like in a lot of traditional monogamous relationships, the man has some roles, the woman has some roles. Do you guys feel like you have any sort of normal breakdown of chores or household things that need to get done where like, how, how does the actual living go? I guess I should say, what does the well, day I, life look like? I don't live with them. So oh, okay. yeah, they live together and I live at home. I sleep here most of the time though. So I always try to help out and stuff, but as far as chores, it's yeah. Regular man chores. He does the garbage, walks the dog. She does dishes and stuff. And then around there, I just help out. No, we've only just passed a year with Danny. Me and Fried and she's, we didn't, re this is actually the first time we actually lived together. And this is like almost four years together. So Danny sleeps here literally like at least five or six nights out of the week. But yeah. Yeah. And now are you guys all in one bed? Yeah. And it's a queen size bed. So it's not, it's kind of. <laughs> it's awful. And we have a dog. Yeah. Lots of love going on in there. How do like date nights work? And you kind of mentioned a little bit, like you have to communicate when you want a little bit of alone time with the other people in the relationship. But what does date night look like? Do you divide and say like Mondays and Wednesdays with one person and anything like that? Or are you not at all? What does that when, look when, like? When we've seen other polyamorous people, like we've seen like weird videos on YouTube, like not to, to like yeah. call them out, but say we've seen people like, oh, this is polyamory and this is my hinge partner. And this like, and we have a spreadsheet. It's like, what the hell? That's weird. Like, no, it's not how it works. It's like, we literally just, it's just, it's just like monogamous thing. If I, if I have a plan for something, Hey, we're doing this. Okay, cool. I don't want to, or oh, I'm busy. And then we'll just go or like with brunch today. But yeah, if, if there's a time where it's like somebody is needing some extra attention, just, I mean, put it in our group chat or just say, let's do this, you know, just you and me always do that. Or, or it's like, I don't know, Danny will have something with her family. And it's like, Steven and I don't want to go or, you know, it's something more just family. And it's like, okay, so we're going to take the opportunity that this person is already doing something. And then we're going to go over here, 
you know, and have our alone time then. Like, I'm, I'm usually the one that's been working the most um, lately. So it's like, they'll have their alone time. And then like, okay, guys, I'm off on this day. And then we'll have something planned, the three of us to do that day. Um, but it's nothing really like, oh my God, we got to schedule something or like the Mondays are mine and Tuesdays are yours. That's, it just would never work like that. Cause our, our schedules are constantly changing. It's really natural. It's like, oh, what are you doing? Or sometimes we're like, oh, you guys are together. So do this. Or, you know, or, you know, it's, it's very, very natural. Like, I think the whole, I think the whole scheduling thing and that whole like dividing time and whatnot. I mean, one, I don't really see that in reality. I see people talk about it like in videos, but like, I don't know anybody that actually does it that way. And I think that would fall under more like the polygamous thing where the guy has like separate households and wives and whatnot. And then it needs to be divided, but it's more like we're just like one family. It's kind of just like if you have kids and the kids are busy. So it's like, Oh, I'll do it with this. Like if Steven's at work, then we'll be like, Oh, let's have a girl's night. Let's have ice cream and stuff. But we're not scheduling like time. Steven needs to leave. It's like, we know he's gone. So then we'll like schedule something just the girls. Or we're not taking Steven to target. So yeah. he'll stay home and we'll go to target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as far as, far as the like gender that. roles. That's exactly <laughs> like even tomorrow, we're going to see a scary movie and Cree hates scary movies. movies. So it's like, we automatically know like, okay, me and Steven are going to the movies, but we never plan something. If we all have off that like one of us isn't doing it. If we all have off, we're going to all go. Also things are a little wonky right now because of COVID. Like we're all COVID hit us hard. So like, we're all working crazy hours, like at any job, like picking up weird stuff. Danny started walking dogs and like, we just want to make money right now and get out of debt and handle our stuff. I, I really appreciate the honesty. I think a lot of people live sort of double lives and relationships. Right. And they, they're, they're cheating the whole time and maybe they could have avoided a lot of heartbreak and, and um, lies if they were just honest in who they were and what they wanted emotionally, sexually, um, you know, in a partner. So I, I always appreciate honesty. I always admire people that live their truth. You know, I think I think that's um, a great quality. What did your family think when you told them about your lifestyle? I, I see a smile from you. How did that go? <laughs> Mine was actually great. My family, like my parents are kind of young, still. So they're still 40 and they were super okay with it. My dad still thinks it's a phase. So if he is going in two years, then he'll like probably freak out. But like meeting them, my parents love them and stuff. So they just try to take it as meeting them individually instead of Polly. But my whole family actually gets along with it great. And of course, when you tell like my uncles and stuff, they're like, oh, that's so cool. He's so lucky. <laughs> but normally my family actually handled it really well. So I was super lucky. My family also, uh, we've never like had, I mean, you've actually had in-depth yeah. conversations with them about it. We've never really talked about it, but, uh, but me and Danny are similar in the sense that we're like both, I want to say the black sheep of our family, but we've both been the kid that's like, yeah, no, he's crazy. They're crazy. They're going to yeah, do whatever they, they want. Kind of expect something so like, yeah, it wasn't anything weird. For me, it was, so my, our first polyamorous relationship, I never told my parents about, but they found out in a, the worst way possible when we ended our relationship um the mother of the girl we were dating went to my parents house and showed like explicit pictures it was the worst time of my life um but yeah i don't recommend waiting that long ever to tell <laughs> to tell your family just you know just say it and i think that's the hard part of like i think a lot of people who are by or just part of the LGBT community, they have a hard time coming out to family because, you know, my parents, I'm an only child, so I'm really close to them. So I'm very, 
I think, fortunate that we were able to bring back our relationship, but it took a while. It took months of not even speaking to like my father, you know, to then slowly um, talk to him again and be able to even speak about it. And some people don't have that, you know, some people aren't that fortunate. Some people come out and they basically lose their families. You know, I know about that. So um, it's hard. I think it made it harder on me because I wasn't honest from the beginning with them. Um, when people ask me why, and it's like, I don't know. I didn't know that it would even last that long. And then it's like, why would I upset my parents if it wasn't going to be something forever, you know, or maybe it would be a phase. Like, I didn't know, like when we started talking to, you know, other women, I was experimenting my sexuality and seeing who I truly was. Um, so yeah, I don't recommend hiding it that long. When you talk about, um, if you guys are okay with talking about your actual intimacy moments, um, how do you have sex? Are you guys always together or, are you how does that work share whatever you feel comfortable sharing but like you guys all share a bed together a lot of people would say that steven you're getting kind of the best of both worlds because you get two ladies um but how do you guys how do you work it out when you're in bed or is it a threesome every night is it no absolutely not that would be way too much energy for everybody that's what um, i was thinking in my mind i'm like that's just a lot of work for everybody and not like everybody yeah you would have a threesome but when you do have sex is it a threesome always no no barely oh, yeah. barely ever actually um i mean one just it's kind of weird because we met during the pandemic so ev our normal lives have we completely lost our normal routine so everything's messed up but because of this year and whatnot, it's because our schedules are so opposite. Yeah, it's like we pretty much you're I'm getting home by the time Pre's leaving for work and then vice versa. So, yeah, we just it's usually just one on one and we squeeze it in when we can. <laughs> OK, as far as like threesomes, like I'm by right fully accepted. Um, so I, Danny wasn't. So obviously we've had threesomes. Um, and we'll have them like special occasions, probably. Uh, sometimes me and Danny want to be cute and like, you know, do matching, look, matching or something I like that. Matching now. Yes. Yeah, I, actually, I was like, oh, you're wearing this one. I have it. Let me put it on. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do cute stuff like that. But on a regular basis, it's like we don't. No. I'm not actually by like we're just kind of discovering it so like Pri's fully is accepted you know I'm sure they would probably have a threesome with someone else in the future um but I'm not like yeah I mean we had threesomes because we're all together and like on a friendship level I love Pri but sexually like we had fun together sometimes doing those things all together but I wouldn't be with a woman just like one-on-one -on -one, probably okay that's interesting but you're totally so, so Steven, you're sometimes alone sometimes, and the girls aren't necessarily together all the time sexually, but you can kind of, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to ask is when you come home and they're both sitting there, are you like, ladies, let's go together or you choose one or you say one's tired or like paint a picture of, of, uh, of that? Well, like, yeah, I mean, me and Danny are a lot they're well, way more sexual yeah. than it's I like preset oh, like it works two different women so she kind of gets a, like i am more sexual than her so it's normally yeah me and steven have a lot more intercourse than him and pre just because like pre is not 
as sexual. So yeah, normally me and Steven will do have a lot more sex, but like, it's just kind of like, he'll look at us and he'll make that joke. And I'll be like, I'm tired. You take them. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll joke about it like that. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of like tired housewives that are going to hear this, maybe myself included, that kind of would want somebody else to handle the man for a second. We're always kidding too, like when we say it, but then it's kind of serious. We'll be like, no, 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 you take him. We're tired. But then we're kind of looking at each other like, oh no, there's a hint of seriousness. We're actually tired. I, I think also it's like, bringing it back to the scheduling thing, it's like we really don't like yeah. lately, especially like I'll see them like not even a half hour an hour maybe at a day's time and it's like it's like the other even the other day Stephen and I were you know finally on the couch and it's like sex it's like yes it's been like (laughs) two weeks (laughs) you know I'm interested Um, to see what's going to happen when life kind of gets back to normal because it's like you just said what happens when you come home and they're both there that never happens (laughs) with this scheduling right now so it's not really a problem right but we'll see What do you feel like some common misconceptions are about your lifestyle? Biggest one. (laughs) uh, All right. Well, yeah, but definitely that, that it's all about sex and it's just crazy all the time. Like, but the biggest thing is like just the weird stuff people say, like people multiple times, usually it's Supreme because I don't think anybody would disrespect me that way, but like people would reach out to her and it's like, Oh, you're Polly. That means you have threesomes. Oh, great. My boyfriend wants to have a threesome fucking so what what does that have to do with anything (laughs) like they just think that just means everything's a free-for-all or even just like the whole thing with like oh like are you looking for another person could we join you no that's it's we're a close you want to ask a random couple if you could fuck them or one of the other you why are you asking us right right okay that's a that is a funny common misconception but i could see how that would get a little annoying after a while like trying to fuck me and my girls all the time it's just common sense it's like what the fuck why are you asking me that question like they literally asked me like oh my like it's my boyfriend's dream to have a threesome it's like okay (laughs) go go have a threesome allow someone in your relation so i like do you want to have a threesome with us it's like no (laughs) i i barely have a threesome in my own relationship like why am i gonna have it with you well also too like i mean i guess it's the same thing like when they say like oh is it flirting or sexual harassment depends on how attractive the guy is it's like we have had a time well probably a few times where like and it was sweet like i got a message from this girl and she's like hey i have a question i don't want to be too forward i'm like yeah what's up say oh um you know i just i I would be honored if uh you and pre can be my first threesome so she asked so respectfully that i'm like okay let's do it but yeah normally what i mean it happened but like normally (laughs) but normally (laughs) normally it's in a weird way so if you ask nicely Maybe. No, <laughs> you can get. No, that was when Stephen and I were just. It was just the two of us. <laughs> That's yeah. another thing. Like they were always open, and we tried it when I started dating. That you know we were still going to be open. Um, and we did try it, but it, it didn't work out. So we are closed now. So no more craziness. Yeah, before when it, when it was just me and pretty obviously I'm seeing other women because that's how else would we? You know, it's like we're dating basically. But it doesn't, obviously two people going to date somebody is kind of weird. That's not how society is set up. But when it was just us or even in previous relationships we've had, it was always like, okay, now this is our relationship and we'll still go have fun. And then it was kind of like we were open to possibly having the family grow even more. But I feel like now, like that we've been in this so long, it's like three is the magic number and that's what it'll stay. And there's, are there any jealousy issues that arise? 
It doesn't seem like it, but mm-hmm. is there anything that like the, between uh, the ladies or, or Steven, do you get jealous of their bond? Do you guys get is there any funky feelings? That I think all the time actually, but not in like an angry way. It's like pre said, like if we are feeling some kind of way, then we just speak about it because it's like any relationship, you're always going to get jealous. So sometimes if they did something without me, I'll be like, Oh, why'd you guys do that? And I'll feel some type of way, but it's just talking about it. And it's maybe like a five minute thing. We talk about it and when you know, it's over with. What do you mean? I like, can't, I can't, I can't think of it a definitely single happens. Like, even if we go somewhere, it's not huge, but we'll talk about it. Like when we went to target the other day, he's like, I asked you to go to target for a week. Like, and she tells you, and then, you know, oh, I guess it. little things like, I guess, yeah, like yeah. super little things, but it's just explaining it like, oh, you know, I'd like to do that too. Like, don't go without me, you know? Do you think there are benefits to being in a throuple that monogamous couples <clears throat> don't have? Like, what are the benefits? I mean, I mean, just right off the bat, just, you know, from a bit like a financial standpoint, it's like if you have, I mean, if you have like a broke guy and a crazy girl together, they're not a power couple. They're just hindering each other's lives even more. But if you have two powerful people coming together, it's not just one plus one. It's like multiplication. You can get way more done. So when you have three people like that, it's like, yeah, obviously it's exponential growth from like a stability and, and, um, you know, you have three people working towards one goal together as opposed to two or one person alone. But other than like the, the bare numbers of it, I don't know what else. You, I mean, I guess like too, like Even you don't need outside counsel. Stuff. Well, yeah, that's more like having people get things. Yeah, done but it's like there's done. always the people like sometimes if we're tired, we're like, oh, you already cooked, you know? So it's like, there's always someone else around to help you out and stuff. And there's, you're never bored. Like I always hate being by myself and stuff. And it's like, oh, there's always another person there for you, you know? Oh, one definitely big benefit for me that I get from both of them is like, if one of them disagrees with something that I say, it's like, I'll normally, like, if I'm set on an idea and I know it's good, it's like, if you say no, okay, you're just wrong. But if both of them say it, then it's like, okay, maybe like I need to reconsider a little bit more. So we have extra counsel or if we have, if I'm at it pre, I talk to Danny about it or vice versa. I think in my opinion, it's like bringing it to the sexual aspect of it. Um, he he's always satisfied because even like if I'm not a sexual person, Danny might be open to something that I'm not as far as like a sexual fantasy, just for example, or I'm open to something and she's not. And um, just, I feel like if you're comparing it to a, a monogamous relationship, people often go out and cheat to try and satisfy that fantasy or that need or something. And we, I don't think we'll ever even think of that because we're always satisfied within our throuple, you know? And where do you guys see like kids in your future? Do you see like, what's, what's the future? COVID set us everybody back. Um, and especially us. And then even outside of COVID 2020 was a rough year for us. It actually started really great. And then COVID just, it lasted so long that it set all our plans back. But so our, I know we've just been talking about that a lot recently because this year we're working like slaves to get back on track. And then by 2022, we want to go and um, just travel the, the whole, I mean, we travel a lot. If you looked at our vlogs, whatever, we have a travel vlog, but we want to just go, you know, not set foot back in the United States for at least like two years straight and then have kids. And the way we want to do that is both at the same time, probably it would make more sense to have like one pregnant and then you know it's two people to still care and do whatever we need to do but like it'll just be cool to have i think we're across that hurdle when we get there um (laughs) we obviously want kids and we speak about it but 
obviously we don't know the logistics of it the same way we didn't know how even our relationship would work because we live it day by day. I'm a lot older than Danny. So like, I want kids like now, like I, I went, like my birthday came along and I'm still super young, but I went to go see my, my guy. And I'm like, should I freeze my ex? You know, like, I don't want to have kids now. The world's kind of crazy COVID and all of this. And it's like, I'm not ready to have kids now, but I don't want that ship to sail because for women, it is a lot harder than men. Um, so, but we still have the plan of traveling. I want to travel and, you know, it's not that kids stop you, but they definitely make it a lot harder, um, to just freely go anywhere. Um, but yeah, that was Danny's concern too. It was just like, she's, she's got more time on kids and we do want a big family, which is why I think I naturally gravitated towards Polly, but we all do want to do a lot of traveling together before we do that. So we thought the only way that would make sense is, and especially to avoid jealousy because things can change then is to carry children at the same time but you were you were concerned about the kid thing mm-hmm. yeah i mean i was concerned because they're so much older than me so it's like they definitely want Not kids so sooner okay what is it how old i'm 21 you 21 26 27 yeah okay so it's just, you know, it's not that much, but in like this age gap, it's like I'm 21. So I'm just starting to go to a bar and have fun where they've done that. So now it's like in the next year or two, they're looking to have kids where I'm like, I still have four or five years, you know? Right. Well, I will say from a mom's perspective, um, having an extra mom to help with the kids stuff is like, oh my God, that's so, it's such a dreamy thought for me. Yeah. Maybe I missed my calling and I should have been in a This is sounding pretty, pretty solid for me right now. Um, okay, one, uh, one more question, uh, unless my sister has more, but what do you want people to know about you? You can't ask us to have a threesome. <laughs> no. Got that. Um, yes. It really is. It's so like much love in this relationship and people kind of think like, Oh, Stephen, how do you convince them to do it? It's like, if me and Pre didn't want to be in this relationship, there's no convincing your partner. Like, it's just something that we gravitated towards. I hung out with them and it really came so naturally. It's not something that's really that crazy. It's just, you meet someone and you both get along with them and you're like, what's the limit? Like, why can't we have a third person in our relationship? It's nothing really crazy. Like you really think it is. It's just loving one more person. Yeah. I would say it's not even something that I want people to know about us because I could care less if people know of us or us at all. But what I would say, if it, by if they're exposed to us, I would like everybody to check their preconceived notions of everything because it's like, they get the judgment of like, oh, they're whores, they're pick me's, like they're manipulated, they're stupid. And then I get the stuff like, oh, he's, he must be narcissistic. He's cocky, he's an asshole. Duh. It's like, bro, like, you're Polly and you don't even know it. Like your husband's fucking the, his secretary and everybody else and like your girl... Like where was she last night, dude? She's probably at our house. Like they, they have, <laughs> not they, at <laughs> they have no idea what's going on. It's like there's, and it, we have um our tagline for like our our vlogs and whatnot and our clothing is there are no rules to love and there's not like just like life there's no rules live it however you want do whatever you want as long as you have integrity and you're not lying to people and you're being upfront with people you can't do anything wrong. I think that's the ultimate thing. I think is like from us who cares what you know great we're a poly relationship it's something different maybe look into us to just see how open you could be and maybe to open your mind a little bit but it's all I think the biggest thing is just don't don't judge someone it's the 
the same thing as like, oh, don't judge a book by its cover. It's like, no, we're not all about sex. And it's a crazy lifestyle. It's actually very normal. There's a lot of respect. There's, um, you know, I think that's just bringing it, tying it back to the LGBT. If people looked at people with a little more respect, with a little bit of an open mind, there should, there would be so much less hate and people would feel so much more comfortable in their own skin. Um, so it's just that it's like the openness. It's to, don't judge anyone. Like, who are you? You know? Right. Agree. Totally, totally, totally agree. You, you guys are so open. And, and actually I have to say, I, I, did have some preconceived notions because I don't know anybody who's in a thruple or polyamorous that like is open about it, right? Like people might be, but they're lying and they're just, you know, being a cheater behind closed doors. But I've always really um, been intrigued by alternative relationship styles because who's to say that it should just be a man and a woman. I mean, if you look at the history, it, it hasn't always been like that. I think, um, I think people should do what they want and be free to love who they want and have whatever kind of sexual experience they want, as long as it's everybody's willing and there's nobody <laughs> being taken advantage of, you know? Um, but it sounds like you guys are happy. Yes. There's, it's, there's so much benefit behind figuring out like, not just, not just how the throuple works, but why, like, how is, how am I seeing it as a man and how are you seeing it as a woman and how are you seeing it as a person coming into it to understand those philosophies that will liberate a lot of people in the, in the programming that they got from societies, there's, we could go on a tangent about why we're monogamous today and what happens, but it's, it's not really, yeah, it's not, it's not beneficial for the individual. It's beneficial for society and, and different people. One of the ways and reasons our program that way is because like the girls don't like it when I, when I break it down, because I like to get to the root of everything. Like what's the, what's the, fundamental part of this and then how does the building blocks work into today's society but if you but we are animals at the end of the day i mean regardless of what god you believe in or whatever at the end of the day we're we're the human animal and um if you look at the animal kingdom if you look at anything else it's like there it's most most animals don't pair bond like it's the the head lion fucks all the lionesses the you know whatever is the dominant alpha animal has all the women so it's like you know, some, some guys are, are thinking like, Oh yeah, I want to be poly done up. But it's like, yeah, you want to, you want to be poly to have more sex because you don't even have enough. Now it's like, if, if we accepted poly as norm, there's going to be far less women. It would be better for women because women outnumber men. So even if everybody did pair off, there's a whole huge amount of women that are going to die alone. You know, if, but it's, there's also going to be a lot less, if it was acceptable for men to have multiple women, it's not like everything would be looser and men, more men would have partners. The same guys that are losing now in society are going to just, the deficit is going to increase because then the winning men that this does work for are going to have even more women and they're going to become more powerful. And then it's like, just like we we're going down to the, no, it's, it's still like, I guess these things, it's like, uh, like, oh, like this animalistic caveman thinking, but it's like, we are programmed in our DNA to approach life in a certain way. It's like, even jealousy, it's like jealousy is not something that was programmed into us. It's like you have this innate, you know, feeling to like protect your partner or whatever. It's like, but, um, but yeah, one of the, I think one of the ways that we're programmed for through society is to have monogamy is to basically not disturb the powers that be because more people coming together and having their little tribes where they're going to be more powerful, is not going to be good for society. 
And then also there's less men for it. There's less women for like the simp men and like the weaker men that's like can that only win by having this power distribution within like the economy and whatnot. Do you feel the same way about a woman being with two men or do you feel like I, that, that, it only works with a man and multiple women? I, I agree. And every, all of us do agree that anybody can do whatever they want to do. If a woman wants to have five husbands, go ahead. That's just never, you're never going to see that. Like if you do research, you guys said that in other societies and whatnot, there's different, you know, relationship dynamics and stuff. There's almost no polyandrous, um, societies. And when there is, it's usually two brothers sharing the wife. And I'm not even sure I didn't get deep into why that happens, but there's almost nowhere where you have two random men and a, and a woman bringing them together. Cause one, it's not in a male's nature. And it's also not in a female's nature, like a female's DNA, their animalistic impulses are saying fines and alpha male fine, you know, one strong male that can protect me, you know, has good genes and is going to, my DNA is going to live on. And a man's DNA is saying, spread your seed, you know? So it, you're like, what benefit would there be for a woman to have multiple men? You could, you can argue that it's like, Oh, well, men typically make more money. So there's going to be more money in the household, but physically it's more dangerous because a woman contracts STDs way easier than a man. So if a woman is out here, you know, even if I go and sleep with a hundred girls today, they get all the STD, I probably won't get it. So I won't give it to them. If they're out here sleeping with men, they're eventually going to contract it. And then we're sleeping together full time. I'm going to contract it, you know? So that's one thing. But then also too, it's like the whole baby thing, you know, women want to have babies and they can only do it to a certain time. How many men can a woman give babies to? It's like, I have to have one and I have to wait my turn. It's like, this want to make sense for big families. It just doesn't make sense on any, any way that you're looking at. It, I don't think, but if you have another opinion on it, or if you guys do it too, I mean, I would love to hear it. I have the opinion, like Stephen thinks of this and he thinks of the facts and stuff. But when I came in, it was just, I fell in love with two people. So I think for a girl, yes, statistically, like it doesn't make sense because you can't get pregnant by two men. Like, you know, as much as like he's saying, it's like, you have one baby, you carry that man's one baby, then you have to wait another year to have it. So it doesn't really make the most sense, but in a love aspect, it's like, you can fall in love with two men and a man could be by and you know, that could be the perfect thing. So statistically, like it doesn't make as much sense as having multiple women, but I think in a love aspect, I actually saw it on Snapchat and it does happen. Um, and it could definitely happen. And it's just, maybe it doesn't always make the most sense. Like if me and pre were just together, lesbians don't make sense. We can't have a baby together, but it's just love is love, you know? So even if it doesn't always work out symmetrically, yeah, when absolutely. you love someone, you love someone. I think, I think if, anybody, if anybody feels that way, they should definitely do whatever. It could be, a, it could be five guys in a polyamorous relationship. Obviously there's oh, no kids that, there. Yeah. There, there could be that way. And there's never going to be a kid born. And obviously it's not, in, it's not congruent with what our DNA says, but do whatever you want to do. There's nothing wrong as long as there's transparent transparency, but our feelings are born from a certain place. They don't just come out of nowhere. Our feelings are formed from our philosophies on life. And hopefully we think logically about things or we at least have factual information, not just pull things out of our ass. So no, we wouldn't naturally feel those inclinations. I don't think. Again, we always say do whatever makes you truly happy unless you know, you're, as long as it's consensual and you're not a fucking pedophile or, you know, doing some crazy stuff like that, if it makes you truly happy and you're not being disrespectful or rude to anyone else, then do what makes you truly happy. However, it's like, even today, I think even within my relationship, I still struggle with my upbringing. Like I was, I grew up 
in church, going to church every Sunday. And I would go multiple times a week in Bible school and all this stuff. And it's like, I didn't pierce my ears until I was 14, you know, because of how my church was and how I grew up. So even on a day-to-day basis, I'm still fighting those things that, you know, were put in my head from when I was little, you know, it took me forever to accept even my own pierced ears, you know, like something so simple. And Stephen would like, even when I met, like we went to California and I pierced my ears and I was so excited about it. And it's something so silly, but it was so, it was just that liberating, like, okay, like it's one less shame that tied me down to like having to follow their rules um, and not doing what I truly wanted because from when I was very little, I always loved it. My friends had their ears pierced and it's something so silly, but it's something I could never do, you know? And it's like, I really, really wanted it. And then I could finally do it. And even when I did it, I couldn't accept it, you know, because it's like, fuck, did I do something wrong? Like, is this a sin? Like, you know, and it was something so silly, but I think this conversation can really stem into a whole bunch of different subcategories because is it okay to have a man two men absolutely if that's what you want maybe you don't want kids you know some Mm -hmm. more and more people i think in today's age don't want kids or they want to adopt or you know they want to foster kids and not have kids of their own so i feel like all these topics can go into multiple subcategories and they're all going to be okay you know, and it's just seeing different people's perspectives. You know, for us, we have our own dynamic, but the next poly couple that you talk to probably has an entire different dynamic that works for them. I just want to say one thing on that is for anybody that's listening and you too, I don't want you to judge me, but you can, if you want, that's fine. But um, like, uh, I don't want anybody to think, especially because of the words that I use or like, oh, alpha male and winning and stuff like that. It's like, I'm trying to use words that we all know the meaning of and we all have the greater narrative in society to understand but i completely agree with that if five gay people or women or males or trannies whatever want to be in a relationship and adopt a thousand kids or do whatever you want do whatever you want to do i absolutely have no ill will towards anybody and i do i mean no rules to love is what we stand by because we want everybody to explore their personal truth there's no one way to live life and even even our, our buddy that we're going to do the podcast with that's hosting for us He's he's we he was we were having this conversation. We got into it for hours, and um, he's a guy, obviously, and he's fully fine with if he wants his girl to, you know, he has he's fine if his girlfriend wants to have another boyfriend, he's cool with that. And I don't judge him. I don't like people call me a cuck because oh, your girl's fucking another girl. Like you know, somebody could definitely call him a cuck. I don't see anything wrong with that. If you're cool with that, live it. Wait, sorry, what was that word? Oh, a cuck. Cuck. Cuckold. I don't know that word. You never heard cuckold porn before? Please stop. Please no, stop. no, no. I is this uh, is this like East Coast slang or what? Is this, I, didn't, I don't think so. It's it's like a porn category for men that oh. don't have sex and watch. So, hey, yeah, 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 it's like a white word. guy that wants his wife to get fucked by the BBC and he just watches. Like I don't know what it's just the shame kind of degrading C- thing. C K like cuck. Yeah. Yes. Am, am I saying a bad word? Like, I've never heard before. It's so funny. Um, it, yeah, totally, guys. I mean, I agree. People should live how they want to live. I, I support individuality, freedom, and that love is love. And, and you know, 
like you said, of course, unless it's with an innocent person or a fucking disgusting pedophile, obviously you Mm got to draw the line somewhere, but you guys are adults. We're not talking about that. Um, but I think this conversation is so interesting. And like I said, you're the first thruple I've ever talked to. So thank you for that. And thank you for allowing me to ask potentially annoying questions that you guys are sick of answering, but I, I promise this will fall on open-minded hands uh, and ears and hearts and stuff when, when it goes live. And I think um, minimally people will be more accepting and hopefully the, their minds will be opened into thinking about things a little bit differently. That that's the goal. Um, but I won't take up any more of your time. Thank you for hanging out with me on a on a nice Sunday. Um, Thank you to, for accommodating us. Yeah, it was so fun. It really was. I appreciate all the vulnerable, real moments. Thank you. Too. You too. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Take care. Bye.